I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Hello and welcome to another Happy Pod, the show where I'll tell you about what it is in a minute. My name's Nathan. As always, I'm joined by my lovely co-host, Lawrence Thomas Heisey. Hello. How are you, sir? No, you can't pretend that that was a normal thing that you can just do. The whole point of doing that was to exactly do that, was to pretend and move past here. I just wasn't expecting it, and you went. In. No one cares. Hello, this is the show where we talk about pop culture. We talk about everything going on in that realm, and try to do so without the ongoing toxic discourse, uh, and just try and be generally more positive about it. We don't always succeed, but we do have a good time doing it. Uh, Lawrence, for the second time, hello. <laughs> hello. Sorry, I've composed myself now. Uh, okay. For people wondering, Nathan did slap himself in the face. It was more of like a, a wake yourself up slap, but it caught me off guard, and that's why I was cracking up. There was no need. <laughs> it made, made me laugh. You got to do what you got to do in order to stay pumped up. That's true. So it's like the um, you know, the High School Musical warm up exercises that people no. do. Okay, I, I know you do. I know you just wanted to. Well, I don't. What, you know the what? you know the, the Sharpay ones where she goes like. Oh, okay. Yes, yeah. I do know those. You should if you, you should have been more specific. Oh, my apologies. <laughs> Were there more warm up exercises in High School Musical? Well, no. But when you say High School Musical, I don't immediately think of Sharpay doing that. Well, it's the only warm up exercise in High School Musical, no? I mean, yeah, but when, I'm not immediately thinking of warm up exercises, though, am I? That's true. All right, I'll give you that. That's fine. Did you leave me anything? You've said all the positive stuff we, we keep it we keep it cool we keep we, it snazzy that's all done that's oh, okay. all done yeah. <laughs> would you like me to jump straight into the question yes fine here is the theme another happy question 
I like introducing the theme now. I'm going to keep doing it. We're talking about House of the Dragon. I have a question. No, I'll be honest. I did write this about maybe 10 minutes ago. No, but, but, but I think it's for, for, for writing it 10 minutes ago, I think I've pulled it together pretty decently. So we would all agree Game of Thrones didn't end in a stellar way. It was considered top tier TV. People loved it for seasons and then around about, I don't know, where did it dip off for you? Like season six, seven-ish? I enjoyed most of it, just the last season, really. Yeah. It was where it dropped off for me. Yeah, I think most people would agree. It, it, yeah, and basically, we spoke about this, House of the Dragon coming out, and we said they're going to need to put in an awful lot of work to revive the Game of Thrones world slash brand slash whatever. So my question to you, Nathan, is what largely considered bad movie or TV show do you think you could revive with a spin-off? It has to show, like, some... You don't have to tell me what the spin-off, like, premise is, but you got you like... You know, the world or the characters, they've got to have a bit of promise. It can't just be a flat-out terrible fucking thing. And But but it was like, not it, it wasn't handled the greatest, and you think you could make a spin-off or kind of revive it in a so different way. So something that was once beloved has fallen from grace. Yeah. And I gotta make a spin-off from it. Is that like Lost? People, I, hear, I have never seen it, but I hear people don't like the ending of Lost. I don't know, I've never seen it. People say they've seen Lost. Like I, I hear Lost is one of like the most world like world renowned T V shows, but I've never met anyone that's watched Lost. Uh probably because you was like twelve when it was on. I mean yeah, I was twelve when other shows were on. Breaking I was twelve when like Breaking Bad was on and stuff. You was watching Breaking Bad at twelve years no, old? No, I wasn't watching it when I was twelve. Well, there you go. No, but I know people now that have watched it. Yeah, but that's different though, isn't it? I suppose it Disney not Disney, Netflix picked it up and shit, I guess. Um but yeah, that's my question to you. Basically, a premise, universe, character, world, whatever thing is in the mud. You have to revive it. What are you choosing? What what franchise or or IP are you are you selecting for that revival? Uh, House of the Dragon. House und der Dragon. A Game of Thrones spin-off, which came out like feels like thirty seconds after Game of Thrones ended. Yeah. Do you remember? Do you remember hearing this announced? No. I, I can kind of feel like it's it's just always been there. Really. Yeah, I can see that. I mean, it's it's been announced for so long. I feel like it was announced before Game of Thrones even ended. You could be right. I don't know, but you could be right. I just remember, at least it was definitely announced after Game of Thrones turned not great. And I just remember reading that news and being like, who gives a shit about this? Who Who is going to watch this? Little did I know, a lot of people would show up for it. Like I was surprised at how many people tuned back in and weren't just like, nah, I can't even be asked to watch that. I'll wait. I'll wait until it's over and see if it's good. That's. I remember that's what you said you was gonna do. Because mm. I watched the first episode. Yeah. And then I was like, did you watch House of the Dragon? And you're like, nah, I'll just wait until it's out. <laughs> in that typical dismissive Lawrence way that you do. Yeah. I think that was my original plan, but it's there's certain shows you can avoid and there's certain shows you can't. I feel like you don't... I keep interrupting you, sorry, but I feel like you don't like watching shows as they air. I think it, it really depends. It really depends. I do prefer... Okay, but I feel like every show we watch, you don't like watching No, but that's not like... Uh, it, it's difficult. I think if a show's weekly... I, I'm, I know where you're coming from because there is kind of no rhyme or re- uh, reason to it. Like, if a show's released weekly, I want to yeah. watch it in a binge. Ne- I think Netflix altered my brain because right. it's just how I've watched a lot of TV shows that I've liked. I prefer to like, I don't like to share its screen time with other things. Like, I, like for example, I think Andor was coming out the same time She-Hulk was coming out. Like there was a little overlap there. I think maybe like a couple of weeks, maybe. And I, I, I don't want to be like, I'm watching She-Hulk today and then I'm going to go and watch Andor. Like they're two vastly different things and I hate watching like two s- things at the same time. I don't know why. 
Is it the same time, though? Because, like, they come out on different days, though. Yeah, no, I know, but, like, it, 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 I, it's difficult to explain. I know where you're coming from, because it is a weird kind of, like, mental barrier for me. But, like, it's just the case of I don't like sharing, like, brain real estate with two vastly different things. It's, it's different if they're, like, pretty similar tones or, like, you know, kind of... Even down to, like, the length, if, like, I don't mind watching, like, two shows that are, like, an hour episodes... Or, like, I, I just don't like to watch vastly different things, like a sitcom-type show and then, like, a political thriller. Like, it, I, I don't know why. I just can't <laughs> cross that barrier in my mind. All right. I don't know where to go with this. I feel like it ended, like, a million years ago as well, even though it came out a million years ago, too. Where are you at with it? W- were you interested in watching this, picking it back up, or...? No, not remotely. <laughs> I genuinely could not give less of a fuck yeah. about this show before it started... I really liked Game of Thrones, like I said, until the last season, and I I can't stress enough how much I hated the ending of it. Yeah, and and just the feel free to disagree. We're all entitled to our own opinions, whatever. But in my opinion, just the complete fucking one eighty character assassination and frankly just misogynistic yeah. writing they had for Daenerys. It was just uh, it was just painful. It turned to into watch. a woman went crazy. Yeah and, and yeah and then just made her yeah I think I don't think that's a, like an un, a, like an uncommon fucking opinion I think like even 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 the people that are like the sexist YouTubers that would like have a problem with it were still like it's still not what was expected and it's still too sharp of a fucking turn for a character because it is I'm pretty sure the jump from I'm the people's savior to I'm the people's murderer was like one episode right or half an episode or something ridiculous. It was it was rough. <laughs> yeah, that's what it was. It was bad. It was rough. But yes, yeah, so you, you weren't good. interested in this. Was not interested in this ever since they announced it. I was like, couldn't care less. Don't care. <laughs> trailer came out. Didn't watch it. Yeah, could not. Care I didn't. Less. I, I didn't no, watch the trailer. Either. I had no plans to watch anything of the show. Heard Matt Smith was cast, and I was like, oh, I do like Matt Smith. Mm. But still, no, don't care. The, it had a lot of uphill battles to, to win. It did, it did. And then it came out and then I thought, well, why not? So <laughs> I've got I nothing the, else on. I've got nothing else on. I'll watch the first episode. Let's just see how shit it is. Um, and I didn't like the first episode. Yeah. I didn't. I thought it was boring. Um, I thought it was the birth scene in particular was very unnecessary. I thought there's a lot of unnecessary birth scenes in this, and very just yeah, just it was just very unnecessary, triggering really. and offensive um, perhaps. Tr- it was it was definitely triggering, um, and just yeah, very very unnecessary. Um, so that put me off quite a bit. Mm. Um, the moment where I feel like they thought the big moment of that first episode. Was King Viserys talking to Rhaenyra, Millie Alcock playing the younger one mm-hmm. of her, um, and basically saying that King Aegon had a dream, and the dream was the song of ice and fire. And you're supposed to be like, oh, yeah. that's Game of Thrones. That's, I know that. That's Game of Thrones. Yeah. But the trouble was, I was like, oh, that's Game of Thrones. Yeah. That's. That's the story where Bran ends up on the throne and Daenerys goes crazy for no reason at the end. Yeah. 
So <laughs> every time they, they just reminded me of the bad thing. Yeah, every time they like, did something oh. like that, like there was mentions to that, the mentions to like the prince that was promised thing that also never happened in, in far as far as I'm concerned in Game it of Thrones. It did happen. It was just Arya for no reason. Yeah, oh yeah, 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 yeah. That's right. There, there was one wet there waiting to be that character, yeah. and then they were just like, "Let's give it to her." Yeah. Every time they mentioned Game of Thrones, I feel like it did have the the opposite effect of what was intended. I was like, "No, no, no, shush, 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 shush about that. Don't, don't yeah, remind don't, me don't, of that. Don't mention that." <laughs> Yeah. Keep keep that one quiet. What I did like about that first episode, though, I did like Matt Smith. Yeah. Um, as uh, Damon, um, I thought he was good, uh, and that was pretty much it. Um, so I thought it not terrible, but not great either. Just very middle of the road. Yeah. Um, but after that, the second episode, I can't remember what happens in it now, but I enjoyed it quite a bit more. Um, and as it went on. The show for me just went from strength to strength. It got yeah. a lot better, um, and it got very good, very good towards the end. I think. Um, I think the saving grace in this whole thing, like you mentioned, Matt Smith, but there's so many others as well. That it's just like these characters have the potential to be very like stagnant. There's a for a long portion of the show, it's just when he kicks the bucket, we're all going to have this war. But he doesn't mm-hmm. kick the bucket for a very long time, and the, the the possibility for this show to be boring was very high. And it was a little dull when you started out, like like you just said. But the performance in this, like, just fucking bring it home. Like, I, I remember when they announced Matt Smith's casting, and I, and I went, nice try, I'm still not going to watch this. <laughs> like, I like Matt Smith, but like, no, it's not for me. Um... But yeah, like once you, you know, like there's fucking so many in this, uh, there's like Paddy, is his name Paddy Constantine? Constantine? Constantine. Constantine, oh, there we go. Yeah. Uh, you got him, you got Emma Darcy, you've got uh, Olivia Cook, you've got <laughs> our favourite <laughs> lizard man, Reese Ippens. And like, but but like I said, it it starts off with a lot of uphill battles. The first one being the pill to swallow that it's a continuation of Game of Thrones, and you really don't want to be burned again because a lot of people sunk years into loving that show. Is it continuation of Game of Thrones? No, but like I guess an expansion of that lore on screen. Yeah. Um, uh, not continuation is the wrong word. The other big battle for me, and I remember you. T- I didn't know about this, and you told me about it. Um, it introduces a load of characters. Um, and then a lot of them get recast, or like some of them get recast. Sometimes twice. Sometimes twice, yeah. And it's yeah. Ju- it's got kind of just after you've always had a grace period to warm to the to the to the actors as the characters. Yeah. And you, I remember you being very upset by this. I remember when we, when we talked about. <laughs> I wouldn't say very on. upset. No, you was, you was. <laughs> I remember you being like, "Oh no, I really like me. Oh god, why why have you got a cast around? Why can't they just keep her?" And I'm like, "Well." Can you imagine? I get it now. Millie, yes. <laughs> Can you imagine Millie having a twenty-year-old son? Yeah, it just wouldn't work. It, no, it, it wouldn't work. But I mean, like, but then I think, yeah, you're in that example. You're absolutely right. But I do think one of the shows. Not, I, I don't even want to say downfalls because it's not distracting. It's kind of funny that there's certain characters that age so viscerally, mm-hmm. and there's other characters that have completely been like frozen in time for like twenty, thirty years. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Well, fucking Viserys, he decays. <laughs> um, but to be fair to him, he also has disease which causes him yeah, to decay. Yeah, it's 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 not just a matter of age. He's in a bad way. Um, Matt Smith does not age a day throughout the <laughs> entire show. 
Yeah. And he watches as his brother basically is like cremating himself like, yeah. as he goes, yeah. Otto Hightower also doesn't age a day, really. No. But um, he kind of, pre- I think I think they get it, I think it's easier to forgive when they start as, not old men, I don't want to say old, but like men in their 60s. Yeah. It doesn't bother yeah. me too much. But when you're supposed to be like 20 and then 30 and then 40, it's like, hmm, <laughs> what's happening? Yeah. Clearly Kristen Cole is drinking from the Fountain of Youth. Mm-hmm. Um, because again, not a day yeah. on his face at all. All right, first, let me just say this, fucking hell. First of all, I'm gonna have trouble with the names <laughs> because George R. R. Martin. There's fuck. Let me buy you a fucking book of baby names, my guy, <laughs> because there's fucking four names in all of Westeros, yeah, and three of them are identical to each other, yeah. Fucking pick a new name. You you don't have to be like Viserys and Veron and Valon and Virgin and Vagon and v- fucking Vagina. You can pick just a name. Like you got a in your main fucking series, you had a guy whose main whose name was John. That's that's something that I love about this, and I, I wish they'd do that because I've got it written down here. It's very funny that like the side characters in this get like get the decency of just having a regular name. I think it's like the highborn people get the fancy names. Because you've got, like... <laughs> you've got Aemon to Daemon, Aegon, Rhaenyra, Rhaenys, Viserys, Lucerys, Jaehaerys, and then every now and again it'll be like, thank you, Lord Dave. <laughs> it's just like, where has this come from? It's fine if, like, you want to uphold your, like... If George R. R. Martin was like, that was the hill he wanted to die on, like, in terms of, you know, I've got to keep my Targaryen names like they were in the books and everything. But at least don't always have them all in the fucking same scene and all of them wearing the same fucking wig and then you change the actor that plays them about eight fucking times. It's so hard to keep up sometimes with this. Oh, uh, one thing I wanted to get your opinion on. Um, you've been very vocal on this podcast as well and just in terms of like talking to me and stuff. You're you're very much against the, the idea that death in a show means it's good. Main characters dying in a show means good show and shocking yeah, show. Yeah, I hate it. It's shit. Yeah. Don't like it. Actually, one of the reasons why I didn't like the first episode as well, actually. Yeah, yeah. It, I mean, it is a shock value death in the first one. I do yeah. I do agree that, like, over time it does really, really expand uh, Viserys' character because of that incident. But it's definitely mm. a first episode hook, and it's framed as such as well. Yeah. Um, but what, what, do you th- I think this kind of evolves it a bit beyond shock factor deaths. And maybe that's because we haven't got into the meat of it yet. Like, the war hasn't started in the show do you think there's a, a... I don't know. Do you think the show is guilty of that at all? Um, not as much as Game of Thrones was. There's yeah. not necessarily any deaths which just feel like, oh, let's have that character die because mm. it'll be cool or yeah. anything like that. Like, the deaths, I feel like they actually mean something and they're, they're for a reason. Yeah. And there's surprisingly few of them, really. There is. Like, um, Viserys' death is obviously important and crucial to the story (laughs) and very much not unexpected (laughs) not unexpected at all like we was waiting for that yeah like it got to the point where people on twitter were like okay he'll definitely die in this episode and then he comes in with like half a face and people are like he is still clutching on for life yeah he he was he was hanging on but good for him yeah for him um um and then the the only real the only real other one i can think of is um the one at the end, which again is kind of a catalyst event, which kicks off or will kick off 
the the fucking Targaryen civil war. Really. Yeah. Um. So. It was so, it was yeah. all polite and semi peaceful until that point. Tensions were high, yeah. but that's the boiling point. Yeah. That's like shit's hit the fan yeah. big time after that. Like there's no peace talks. There's no yeah. coming back. It's fucking dragons are gonna rain down on King's Landing. Um, I saw people comparing the final shot of Rhaenyra turning around, and you know, you know the you know the the enrage shot, the stare down. Yeah, I saw the episode. You did. <laughs> you certainly did. Yeah. Um, I saw a lot of people comparing that to being like, um, oh, why is it when Daenerys does this, she's gone off the handle and she's she's you know she's she's a, a war criminal, but then like Rhaenyra has this same stare and it's all fine. Uh, it's because they took a season working on it. Yeah, <laughs> and it's the point of the show. And because story. we, before this moment happened, we didn't have seven seasons yeah. um, previously of um, Rhaenyra showing us how kind she was and showing <laughs> us that she was the best person ever and showing us that she was someone who always wanted to help the people, yeah. no matter what. <laughs> Um, only for two of her friends to be killed and then she goes, nah, fuck it, I reckon. Yeah. Let's, let's and just and kill two everyone. of her friends to be killed because she marched up to the front gate and went, what up, I'm coming in. Yeah. Against all of her advisors' <laughs> ideas. Um, yeah, it's it's yeah, it's yeah, it's not comparable, I don't think. Um, <laughs> oh, what was I going to say? Um, yeah, no, the, the, any, but the reason I say about the uh, the deaths and stuff is I think it's a bit more evolved. Like you say, they're, surpri- they're surprisingly restrained, but then also... When the show could have easily made a, just a dumb decision, and I, if people listen to this that have read the books, and I'm getting something wrong because a character comes back or something later on, I don't care. I'm just watching the show right now. This is what I got from it right now. Um, who's the who plays her her husband, Rhaenyra's husband? And Smith. No, sorry, the the first one, the one that they pretended to burn. Oh, I don't know who plays him, but um, Phelon? That guy, yeah, something. Phelon, or something along those lines. A name beginning with V, more than likely. Yeah, um, yeah. I, I like the fact that where it would have been so easy for the show to be like, Damon's a bit of a bit of a rough-around-the-edges guy, he's going to go in and kill him to declare his love for Anira and take his take his place as, as her husband. Um, but they don't do that. You know, I, no. when they killed him, or quote-unquote killed him, I went, oh, that's a bit lazy i quite like that character and then at the end they show that he he sailed off and they put in the extra effort to just do something that wasn't just ah fucking we threw him in the fur in the furnace or whatever <laughs> like it wasn't yeah. just blunt like that yeah we killed him because that'll get the tweets going <laughs> yeah yeah hashtag this one's dead um no uh they they do seem to have have kind of moved on for that and i think a big part of that is kind of it's it's no longer just fucking Dan and Dave writing it. Yeah. Um it's it's a whole new team, really, which is is good. It's it's good to have some fresh blood in there to do mm. something different to twist it up. Um clear I don't want to say clearly, but it it's my belief that clearly no, again, I don't want to say clearly. It is my belief. <laughs> it seems like you do want to say clearly. <laughs> no. It is my belief, my interpretation, that they seem to have uh, lost interest in Game of Thrones because they were looking towards other upcoming projects. Yeah. And and uh, whether or not those projects came to fruition, who's to say? I would say <laughs> I would say the mishandling has been has been. Um, Kind of, like karma got them in the end, P- potentially. Yeah. But again, who's to say? 
Um, <laughs> I think most people are to say it's pretty much done. <laughs> um, Again, who's to say? Who's to we, say? We, we, we'll never know. But it, to me, it seems like their attention was elsewhere. And, yeah. and I think as time went on, the show unfortunately suffered for that. I think it's a good idea that we got a new team in here. Um, like I say, some fresh blood working on it. To, to not repeat those mistakes and yeah. to to give us something new um but also at the same time remind you of the stuff that you did like about Game of Thrones which yeah which um this does this... quite well above uh, get rid of the music get a new theme <laughs> yeah don't be lazy yeah I, I thought that I was I was really surprised when it came up and I just went yeah maybe and then like I waited maybe like 30 seconds I was like it's gonna do something else it's gonna like spin off into like a different thing to be yeah. like it's the world of game of thrones but but a different story this time and it just wasn't and like don't get me wrong it's a good theme but it's not it's that a good, good theme you could have composed yeah. something else <laughs> yeah you could have made something else yeah who is composing it is it the same guy yeah well it's, it's the same song <laughs> like as, as in oh you mean well, like yeah, composing they... the whole show yeah uh, i think it's uh ramin Dijwadi. i think i'm not certain He's one of my favourites. He did the um, driving with a top down from Iron Man. That's a that's a banger right there. I don't know what that is. It's the it's the one where Iron Man's flying for the first time and he goes dun 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 dun. It is yeah. Ram, I'm looking up now. Ramin Jawadi, I would say Jawadi. What what have I but, said? Uh, you said the Jawadi. Did I? Yeah. Well, what, what I think to be honest, what I did say was whatever the right pronunciation is. Um. Yeah. It's it's it's. Well, the show the show isn't short of bangers. He com- exact. This is what I'm saying. He fucking composed. Is it Light of the Seven? That's that a, one yeah, that just goes tune. fucking hard yeah. in Game of Thrones. Like you can make a new song, yeah. surely. Like if you can make Light of the Seven, you can fucking compose his 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 discography. I think that's what they call it with composers as well. May not be his Spotify playlist. Yeah. <laughs> His Spotify Wrapped is um, yeah. no, he's he's an amazingly talented composer, and and like and how he handles That's the whole great. show in itself is great. There's bangers mm. even in this show, but it's just odd. It was it, it was one of their moments where I went, stop it, please, just stop bringing my mind back to Game of Thrones, because like yeah. even that now is like that song itself is synonymous with that stupid Peter Dinklage remix that goes Peter Peter Dinklage Peter like. I don't know. It feels too steeped in the trenches of negative backlash to Game of Thrones to use that. But they did. Who knows? Maybe another one for season two. Maybe they'll see that and be like, hmm, maybe we fucked it there. One thing that I, I liked about this was it has the writing of season one of Game of Thrones, but the production value of season eight of Game of Thrones. Uh, mm. Does it? Yeah, bar certain Does things. It? Which I know. Does it? Hang on. Let me present you your stage because I know you have a point. Mm. <laughs> Go on. <laughs> Okay. Um, you say it has the production value of Series A Game oh, of no. Thrones, which, as we know, costs like fucking what it was it like ten million, fifteen million an episode or yeah, something, something like that, something fucking insane. Remember that a lot good. of that was paying well, people. True, true, but it still looked good for the most part mm. when you could see it, apart from that one episode. Uh, it, it which is the one look- that looked bad? I can't remember. The I oh. mean, when you could see it, because yeah. you couldn't see it. That's the thing. They just didn't so, get any lights in. I, so I don't want to. I don't want to keep interrupting you. But I just remember the one. The, <laughs> do you remember the, the, um 
I can't remember what the episode is, but the one where they all fuck up the Night King, the the big war in Game of Thrones, that one. The director and the um sorry, the uh, director of photography went on Twitter and went, "It's not too dark, I know, because I lit it." And then and then went on a big Twitter thread about how people's TVs aren't calibrated properly, and no, a point that I think you dark. would definitely agree with. If it's not widely accessible to people's TV settings, maybe yes. switch up how you do it. <laughs> yes, you fucking idiot. Yes. It's it's and that very same guy came back and directed an episode in this show. Yep. Um, and once again, <laughs> the exact same complaints. I can't fucking see. Anything. <laughs> I can't see what's going on. Get a fuck. Get a light, my dude. Yeah. Just fucking hell. And do you know what the worst thing about that is? No. I looked into it. It's shot in broad daylight. Yeah, it is. It is shot in broad daylight. If you have that shit on a slider, just level it up a bit. <laughs> yeah. Just make it lighter. Yeah. Like, who cares? Is there any thematic reason this needs to be total darkness no. so we can't see it? It's not a podcast. It's like, I want to see Matt Smith. The production value um, of Game of Thrones Season 8 was obviously very large. Um, and I'm not denying that this clearly was had a big budget as well. Yeah. This this clearly clearly money was spent. I don't think it looks anywhere near as good. Well, I don't think it looks as good as season eight of Game of Thrones. And I and I think they can clearly tell where that budget was cut um, a few times. Mm. I remember very distinctly every time we go to Dragonstone in <laughs> season uh, eight of Game of Thrones. Yeah. It's very grand. It's it's really good. It's this big ancient uh, dragon stone castle you know there's dragons carved into all the stonework and yeah. it's the beautiful steps that wind all the way up and get there it's a great real location as well for the most part um, and then in house of the dragon we get there and it's always foggy uh, it's just surrounded by fog all the time it's just surrounded by fog and it's always like mid dawn or early evening or anything like that it's there's never just clear shots of it. Do you not like um, how they lit that table up? They lit the table up. The little that was yeah, that table. was pretty cool. That was, but that was like you can do that for like twenty dollars probably. <laughs> no, no, like, I'm not. I'm not saying it. You know, it was it was expensive. I'm just saying it did look cool. It was like a nice little yeah, dragonstone touch. About, I'm talking more about like the the exterior yeah. of, of dragonstone. Um, a lot of shots of King's Landing looked very. CG and just very. Did you like the one courtyard that young Rhaenyra went to? Yeah, it was great. She spent a lot of time there. Yeah, uh, I liked. The, I like the one hallway and the one stairway in the in the Red Keep that they have. <laughs> oh, fuck. Great. You're saying all this, and I'm going. Oh, you're not. You're actually not wrong. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just, just keep walking up that. Um, I the the Iron Throne looks a lot better. Oh, it looks amazing. Yeah, yeah. It looks is a lot closer to how it should look. Um. <laughs> looks really shit in Game of Thrones when you go but it's just a chair it is just, it's just a, a little chair um, it's got some spikes on the top of it but really it's just a little chair <laughs> remember when the dragon burns it down because it hates the symbol of <laughs> yeah no the dragon burns it down because he understands symbolism and concepts and all this sort of stuff <laughs> he'd have a hard he'd have a fucking harder time burning that chair down though in House of the Dragon it's fucking he would. up he on would. a big hill it's fucking sick yeah, there's a lot more swords uh, as there should be. Mm. Um, so yeah, the throne the throne looks better. Um, when uh, I think it's Rhaenys pops out uh, of the the 
the sept, the dragon pit. I don't know what the fuck they call it. Oh, the, whenever the, she when when he's getting crowned. Yeah, yeah during Aegon's coronation when she pops out, um, and it's like that's the only Shrek that everyone says. <laughs> um, and there's, it's, it's very foggy. Yeah, it's very foggy, yeah. which is fair because. A dragon has just smashed through concrete, but still, come on, it's yeah, a fantasy show. But they, they know that the dragon has smashed <laughs> yeah. through concrete, and they're like, oh, we can use that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, f- for the most part, all the dragons look great, though. When yeah. you see the dragons, they look great, again, when you see them. Um, Some wobbly shots of people riding them this time around. Yes, yeah, there are a few. There's, um, there's a few awkward dragon stuff. Um, but but just the actual dragons themselves look great. I yeah. fucking I love the look of Matt Smith's one. How it's like all like really gangly and it's got like a massive neck and stuff yeah. and it's uh, quite serpent like, um, which is cool. There's that big fucker, which is great. Um, yeah, but I I I don't know what the budget is, but I I would argue that it's not quite as high as as season eight, it- which I think is possibly good because. Mm. You know, cutting back some some places uh, can be good for you sometimes. That's true. That's true. Taking it back to the basics and stuff. Yeah. Uh, I, I I don't know how expensive it was price wise. I know that if there were budget cuts, it was paying Matt Smith's fucking enormous salary. Uh, you reckon didn't Matt Smith yeah. call for an enormous salary? Yeah. He's he's a court, he's, so. he's a name now. He's a big name now. I think he is because of this. Do you? I wouldn't think? say. Yeah, I wouldn't. Uh, I wouldn't say he was a big name because what's he? The biggest thing he's done before this is Doctor Who. But what else has he done? He was in Sarah Jane Adventures for an episode or two, playing the Doctor. <laughs> it counts. It counts. This is, maybe it's the second biggest thing. Um, what has he done recently? He's done that. Uh, so he's done Doctor Who. He he was in um, Last Night in Soho, which won't have contributed to that. Yeah, I know. I know. Who, who cares? It flopped. I like the film, but it flopped. <laughs> All right. Nah. Um, <laughs> What what else has he done? He he had a very minor role in uh, Terminator Genesis. Did he? Yes, he was like in the future, and he was like an evil computer or whatever. Mostly forgettable. Very. And that was in 2015. Yeah. So who cares? Um, I, but do you not feel like? I mean, maybe not to people that aren't Doctor Who fans. But I always had Matt Smith since he played the Doctor as a as a big name. No, no, he's he uh, he hasn't done much really since Doctor Who. Nothing yeah. big, anyway. I I'd say Karen Gillan is a bigger name than Matt Smith. Oh yeah, she's done a few the Rock movies like Jungle. We're in the Jungle this time, or like, what? Yeah, what? That, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. She she's done more stuff. That's why yeah. she's a bigger name. Oh, and oh, Guardians, obviously. Yeah, yeah, um, Marvel. She's there. Yeah, um, Matt Smith hasn't really. Let me let me have a look at him. Oh, the Crown. The Obviously. crown, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah. Of. That's what he he is big from the crown. He's in two seasons, it's, though, it, but it's the first two seasons. Yeah, but I still don't think that's enough for him to be like, I want 15 million or whatever. It, it, I think he can get a decent paycheck, yes, mm. but I don't think he's in any sort of a position to be like, well, pay me this or I'm not doing it. I don't know. I think he was the big he like when you look at the cast. He was the big name of the show. Like he, he is the big name of the show still. Uh, looking at this cast list, I, I, I think I'd probably put Reese. Uh, nah, not in terms of Reese above him. Yeah, in terms of like what he's done and what he's worth, I'd, I'd agree with you. But not in terms of a. He's not a get. You don't go fuck if you see that new Reese Iffen's Iphen show. He's a good actor. I, I don't dispute that, and he loves lizards. That must be he said. He does love lizards, <laughs> and he loves turning people into lizards. 
but what I'm saying is he's not. It's people are far more likely to be like, "Have you seen that new Matt Smith show?" Than have you seen? That I don't new... think they are. I don't think they are. I think you're mad. I don't think. I don't think anyone's rushing out to see the latest, apart from Doctor Who nerds, yeah, like me. I don't think anyone's rushing out to see the latest Matt Smith thing. I might not dispute that had you not said that you think Reese Ifans is the one that they'd be rushing out I don't, to see. I don't think anyone is to rush out Reese either, uh, either, but I'd still put him at a higher, uh, as a bigger he, name. He might Matt cut Smith. a higher check. I don't think he's a bigger name. I, I w- Maybe not now, but before the show, I would argue that he is. I don't know. Maybe. Who knows? We'll never know. We don't know how much I Matt know. Smith got paid. You, oh, do you know? Do you? Yeah, I know. <laughs> and I know that I'm right. All right. Um, well, the cast, though, is incredible. Yeah. I love most... Of, Paddy um, was great as Viserys. I love Viserys. He is, like, the one good character. Really. Yeah, he's Everyone just pure, in this is just, just awful. Just complete fucking scum of the earth, the lot of them. Um, but but fucking King Viserys, he he doesn't want to go to war. He doesn't want his family to be torn apart. All he yeah. wants is to just have a fucking lovely time with his family yeah. and to know that they're all living in peace one, after he's gone. One of my favourite fucking scenes in this whole thing. Firstly, it broke my little heart every time you see him being all old and frail and playing. Like, yes. Alicent comes in and she's like, there's this there's fighting in this region again and he's like i am literally building my warhammer leave me alone <laughs> like i love all of that shit <laughs> i just yeah. loved it when you give a character a little cute trait like that it's so endearing um but no i think one of my favorite scenes in this is how he's like he's talking about how he will be remembered when he's gone and he he's um his hand um who is um that guy's dad he he's he's, he's dead at this point um but the he tells him like oh you know your Viserys is the peaceful or something and he's like is that is that anything and he's like to people that fuck it like to people that are that have any fucking sense of brain cell that's everything like you've been a great king even if not a little passive but that's you'd rather that than just everyone dying around you 24/7 yeah 100% yeah 100% it's good and i really enjoy um the the scene that really got me was the scene where um the greens are like plotting to to see who will fucking rule over uh is it driftmark i think um I think they're just challenging the outright line of succession aren't they yeah yeah they're challenging the line of succession and they got this plot to like install their own cunt or whatever <laughs> Um, everyone's but, installing but then, everyone everywhere everyone's installing fucking everyone like it's a fucking windows update <laughs> but and fucking in comes paddy at the last moment oh. just stumbles towards the throne um, but then the moment where he, he can't quite make it and the crown falls um, and then Damon helps him his brother helps yeah. him it's, it's just such a sweet moment especially given everything they've had building up to that point as well yeah like the trouble the brothers have had. Like at the beginning, they were very much at odds, um, and Damon being very unruly and and well, they fucking he banished him and they fucking almost went to war against each other. Mm. Um, but you know, you do get that moment there where clearly he does love his brother very much. Clearly, they both do love each other. Um, and yeah, just a, just a sweet moment between the both. That's really. a that's a good through line through this whole thing. Cause even in like I think it's episode two. When mm. um when when another guy uh, Renice's husband I can't recall his name, um 
he goes to Matt Smith, he goes to Damon, and he says something like, you know, we second sons, we we make yes. what we're owed or something like that. And he just bluntly <clears throat> shuts him down and is like, I can speak how I want of my brother, but you shut your fucking mouth. Yeah, um, yeah. That, and that that's great that whole set. he gets he, Matt Smith gets brilliant lines in this like he gets I, I I put it in for the um the teaser of what we're doing this week uh, last week um but he, he goes you know I I can see what Otto Hightower is and Viserys goes oh you know a good loyal guy and he just goes a cunt <laughs> um yeah. and he calls the you know once Aegon has taken the throne from Rhaenyra he's like I'm not gonna worship your usurping little alcoholic cunt or whatever he says. It's a great line. It's a brilliant yeah. line. Um, yeah. Um, basically, I great. like Matt Smith saying cunt. <laughs> Matt Smith's great. Um, it's a shame the doctor never got to say cunt more. Um, <laughs> Emma Darcy uh, as Rhaenyra, one of the fucking highlights of the show. They are fucking incredible. Um, as as well as Olivia Cook as well, like I said earlier, that scene where they have the standoff between the two of them. When what? When they're trying to cut the eye out or something? Yeah. yeah. After Eamon loses the eye. Yeah. And both of them just fucking powerhouses in that scene. The moment where Rhaenyra says to her, uh, "Like oh, it's, it's been tough keeping up the act, but now the veil is lifted. Now they yeah. see me for what they are and that sort of stuff." Just really good, really fucking good stuff. It is. It's very good stuff. No, that mm. um, some something about Emma Darcy as well. Have you noticed they've been like kind of? They love a prosecco. <laughs> they, they do. That must be said. Yeah. <laughs> Spagliato. Um, yes. Oh, I saw a tweet. <laughs> that, I saw a tweet that was like, "Tip your bartenders. You don't know how many times they've been asked for this drink, o- only to <laughs> to acknowledge what everyone knows about that drink. It's fucking rank. It's disgusting." <laughs> How can it be rank if Emma Darcy likes That's it? That's true. That's true. I apologise. I'm gonna have one right now. <laughs> oh God, he's got it out now. Oh, wonderful, stunning. <laughs> oh, hey, up, God. Oh, bloody yeah. That's got a prosecco. <laughs> That's fucking lovely. Um, uh, no, um, it's very bad. You're normal. <laughs> I, I was joining in. I thought we were. I thought we no. were doing it together there. No, I can do it. You can't. No, that's fine then. Uh, I'm northern I... these days. No, you're fucking not. <laughs> I'm not getting into this. Continue. I'm only doing it to make you to annoy you. Um, no, one thing I was going to say about Emma Darcy. Have you noticed they've been um, suspiciously? <laughs> I, d- I, d- I don't want to like accuse anyone of anything. Not that Jimmy Fallon's fucking on the other end of this seething. You seen any cast interviews with them? Only the the HBO ones, yeah, like, yeah. where they're talking about the Negroni. Almost but... every single cast member, even some of the kids, mm. have been on talk shows, have been doing a load of press, mm. and it's, I don't know, suspiciously absent, which I don't know. I'd like to see less of. I feel like that's not cool. Maybe it could be something they just don't want to do. Maybe. That's true. I... Yeah, I would. I, I don't know I, if it if it isn't, then that's pretty shitty. If it's something um, along the lines of a talk show host doesn't want to slip up on live TV, that's <laughs> shitty. I think. I I saw a point. I think I saw this on Twitter um, about what's it's it's an interesting point. Obviously, Emma Darcy is non-binary, uses they them pronouns, which is what we're talking about here, basically. Um, and I think well. A point was made that I saw, and I thought that's interesting, and I'm gonna be interested to see how it plays out come award season. Um, yeah, that's if true. they are in fact nominated for anything, or will it be will award shows and organisations um, finally, you know, get with the times and stop segregating this sort of stuff? The and answer, just have like no. 
Oh, the, the more likely answer is they just won't want to deal with the hassle and just won't nominate them. Yeah, um, which is a shame because Big shame. they're they're very good. They do an amazing performance. Um, so He's easily one of the best. See... I would say I would say them and uh, Paddy Constantine. Yeah, they're up there. Yeah, yeah. very good. All all very good. Really, I like um, Kristen Cole's just straight up petty bitch energy yeah. that he has like he he was wronged um well he he was perceived that he, to be wronged in his own mind mm. and then he, he just cannot let that go no it's been 20 years and dude is still just seething it's when he's walking around with allison and he's like yeah. he's like he's like i can't believe uh rhaenyra did that spoiled little cunt <laughs> i'm like yeah. bro Get over yeah. it, man! You fucking I know. also like ten years at that point. Fucking hell! Wait, also consider yourself extremely lucky, right? You're a, you were you were assigned to protect her. You you fucked up, and you've somehow come out. You know, one with your head, and two, yeah. an advisor to the queen. You're on the upswing, man. You've done well. Yeah, let it go. Um, one one thing I was going to ask you about. Um, and I'm conscious of time, so I'll, I'll, we'll try and get through some stuff. Um. Uh, one thing I was going to say to you: Do you think this? Do you think the show picks a side? Do you think this is a greens versus blacks, or do you think this is open to interpretation? Do you think the show has a clear choice? Um, and where are you at with it as well? I'm. I. I, I think the. Sh- I. F- I feel like the show does lean more favorably towards Team Black. Yeah. Um. But. I. I. I don't know. It's difficult. I because. The Greens are doing some shady shit. Yeah. Like, whether or not that's like, you know, how it is in the book, I don't know. I've, I kind of feel like from what I've seen, the book has a more balanced view and it's mm. just pick a side. Here's what happened. Well, the book, it's it's not a book. It's it's like written as a history book. Like, yeah. in the world. It's like, and in 1422, Aegon <laughs> did a shit and was a bad king or whatever. Um, side point if you've ever managed to read a game of thrones book like i commend you i bought one and i was really ambitious really really naive to the fact that i got through a chapter i went this is a lot (laughs) (laughs) there's a lot of this (laughs) yeah yeah it's tough um i haven't read it i don't want to read it it's a lot it is um i'll just watch the show so i I don't know what happens um um like i say at the moment i'm i am team well as much as I can be, I guess, because they're all terrible. Yeah, but I I am leaning more towards Team Black. Um, whether or not that'll stay that way, I don't know. But that, that's where we are at the moment. I think I think it's a I think it's a fun exercise because I thought you would say that, and I completely hold the same kind of point. What I what I am because I think maybe past the point of like episode three onwards, Team Black mm. has kind of just been. The shinier of two shits that are constantly yeah. being dealt blows by Team Green, who are shady and snaky. Yes. But, <laughs> on the flip side of that, it has come about because Rhaenyra is a big fucking liar. <laughs> uh, was it like a bunch of kids? Is she lying? What's she lying about? The, the, oh, the family. The, the yes. whole line of succession. Yes, 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 Basically, yes, Alicent's yes. in only point. But. And she's hypocritical yes. as fuck. But. But she's lying for honourable reasons, though. She, like, the reason she's lying is because her, her at-the-time husband yeah. would probably have been killed um, for being a gay man. Did they try? Because it's possible. Uh, 
There's, I mean, this doesn't seem like the kind of era where you want to fucking roll the dice <laughs> and and see if that will go well for you, does it? No, no, I mean, like, he can fucking have kids with her, even if he's oh, gay. Oh, no, sorry, sorry, okay, they, yes, they did try. No, no, don't get me wrong, if I was gay in this era, I don't think I'd let anyone know. I don't even yeah, think I'd no. let her know. <laughs> no, they did try, yes, okay. they, they mentioned that. They did try, didn't work out for <laughs> them. up. Alright, uh, gonna have to get someone no, else no. in for this. Yeah. <laughs> Tap in, bro. <laughs> yeah. They tried. They did mention that. Okay, yeah. fair enough. I must have missed that. Um, but yeah, so she. I get the lying for honorable reasons. That's absolutely cool. Yeah, I completely understand that. <laughs> maybe. Maybe don't marry him. Maybe marry someone else <laughs> that you want to have kids with. She didn't really have much choice, though, did she? No, I know, but she put her foot down in other aspects of stuff. I guess it was when they were they were arguing and she was a child. I get all of that. But yeah, it's it, it's quite funny. I I do like how Alison at the same time um, is like, it, it's she's been scandalous. She's not fit to sit on the Iron Throne. She's she's an adulterer and all this and blah blah blah. And then she's getting her feet out for fucking. Um, that oh, fella to have a little wank. I hate that cunt. Yeah. Oh, he is. Have you heard what people he... are calling him? What? Oh, little fur. Is, is... <laughs> so I've heard little fur. I've heard. Um, I've heard middle finger. Uh, and I've heard. Mid... And I've heard little toe. <laughs> yeah, okay. Great. <laughs> yeah. I don't know I don't his like actual him. name. He's. Um... Something. Oh, it's strong. Laris. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Larry. Big Larry. Big Les. Um, oh yeah, I don't like him. What a fucking weird. I don't think you're creep. meant to. No, you're absolutely not. You're absolutely supposed to be very uncomfortable. Yeah. around him. Um, it's very weird that this show can be like, "Hey, here's an uncle fucking his niece," and I'm like, "Nothing wrong with that." <laughs> here's, here's a guy just jerking off to a fur, and I'm like, "This is fucking yeah. disgusting, man." It's it is a lot, isn't it? Though, but, yeah. but it, I think it's the way it's presented. Because, like, where's your thoughts on incest these days? <laughs> well. They've remained fairly consistent. I'll be honest. I don't. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't vary too much from my opinion, which is that in Game of Thrones, it's whatever. <laughs> it is what in it real is. life, I can't. I can't say that I'm. <laughs> I'm for it. I think I'm actually strongly opposed to it. Oh, there you are. Lawrence has taken us down. It's a bit hot. Bit of a hot take for you guys there. Yeah, I, I like the. Um, do you like that? I, I think and Olivia <laughs> Cook described her character as this as well, and I think it's quite fitting. Uh, that Alison is basically just a Trump supporter. What do you mean? Well, they're like I think she explained it like this. I might I don't want to misquote her, so I'm going to kind of say my interpretation of it as well. Um, basically, she's she has a very strong sense of what she believes is right. Anything mm. beyond what she can see and is feasibly right in her mind is ignored. And she's yeah. very happy to willfully bend the truth to suit her agenda. Bend a lot of morals and ethical concerns to defeat what she perceives as a greater evil than the evil she's doing the, to defeat it like there's there's a lot of all that basically and it's and it and it's and it is it is painted like this in the show i think at least she's she's a religious nut she's got a strong fucking opinion on the line of succession because of things that the gods would condemn her for but in, yeah. in trying to prove that and in trying to take steps against Rhaenyra's succession, um, she is guilty of a lot of the crimes <laughs> that, that, like, I mean, just the foot thing alone, 
Yeah. That's, I'm pretty sure the gods aren't watching that and be like, yeah, this is pretty fair enough. <laughs> this is good stuff. Yeah, yeah, I can, I can see uh, where you're coming from with that stuff. Mm. I, I don't think the whole the whole series, the whole thing reads as a Trump um, allegory or no, whatever. Not, not the whole thing, more her character's like internal kind of mm. psyche, I guess. Yeah, good stuff. Um, I like how um, I think it's Aemond is just the most anime looking motherfucker <laughs> ever. Yeah. Um He's always got pursed he, lips, isn't he? <laughs> he does. He always has pursed lips. Um he he looks great. He's 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 probably my favourite character actually yeah. now that I think about it. He's great. I love that he just accidentally started a whole fucking war. And the look well. on his face as well when yeah, he starts he's that. like Oh, I fucked up. Yeah. He's, oh, that... dude's gonna walk back to King's Landing and just be like, "Shit, shit, shit, mom, mom, yeah. I started a war." Yeah. Um, yeah, I love that. I love the, um, uh, the the one thing that I liked in this is where the dragons seem. I know we joked earlier about how um, Drogon in Game of Thrones was like the symbol of the patriarchy must be burned. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but like that was kind of the only instance of that happening. I like that in this show, the dragons seem to have more personalities to them, um, yeah. and also more free will. Like the the whole death of Lyserys comes from the fact that neither of them can control their dragons. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, the the death of a child has really tickled no. me. <laughs> well, it has. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. I just, I just find it. I've. I think. I've. I liked the last episode for the most part. Um, I, we haven't even talked about why I didn't, but it's probably too late to get into it now. Fuck it. Basically, the births, the unbirthing scene. Just oh no, let's let's get into it. Yeah, yeah. Let's not. I'd rather not. No, it's just bad. <laughs> <laughs> um, unnecessary. Yeah, and fucking bad and traumatic as well for a lot of people to watch. Yeah. Um, very but, very uh, overtly graphic and and not yes. not necessary. To, we can get the idea from imagery. We don't need yeah. it that in depth. No. Just just because you can does not mean you should. No. You you absolutely should not. Uh, anyway, well, the reason I was laughing is just because I was just remembering you have the anime-looking motherfucker <laughs> on the world's biggest dragon, just an absolute <laughs> fucking unit, yeah. just this absolute beast roaring through the sky, and then you've got little fucking Jack Targaryen, or whatever his name is, <laughs> on just this Fisher-Price, <laughs> my first dragon <laughs> Fucking just this tiny little tricycle yeah. of a dragon. It's, it's like, it's like some kid on a tricycle. Pimp. It's like some kid on a tricycle being chased down by a fucking monster truck. <laughs> it's like, I was just, I was just picturing the Titanic versus a pedlo. Is literally like yeah, yeah. It's great. It it's is. Good stuff. There's even a shot where like the bigger dragon flies overhead, and you're like, whoa. It's a great shot. It's a it's great, great shot. shot with the light being illuminated by the lightning and stuff. Yeah. Great, very tense, very um, very foggy again. Yeah, but <laughs> rip to John Targaryen or whatever your name was. Yeah, yeah, gone too soon probably. Who knows? Um, but that is House of the Dragon. I look forward to season two in six years' time. I was trying to think of a joke there. House of the Dragon was good. I look forward to Hotel of the Dragon, the flats like of House the... of the Dragon on deck. There's some in there, but I haven't landed no, on it. No, no. You see, this is where your terrible tweets come from. 
<laughs> you see, you get an idea. You're like, there's something there, but then you don't develop it. <laughs> and then you just go, I'll just put that out. <laughs> Do you know, feel free to cut this out. Yeah. But I realized why I hate, and I mean that sincerely, yeah. I hate your tweets. <laughs> Okay. Yeah. Because I was struggling for a long time. Because every time you tweet, like your fucking latest one that pissed me off. Let me just pull this up now. Was it the Doctor Who one? It was the Doctor Who one. <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah. Hashtag Doctor Who, and then it's just a fucking screen cap of a video from Epic Rap Battles of History. Yeah. Um, with some guy playing the tenth Doctor in a very CGI TARDIS background. Yes. Um, what does that mean, Lawrence? Please explain that tweet to me. <laughs> so in my mind, and right, I'd like to point out, when I tweeted this, I was not like, this is a laugh out loud banger. It was tweeted because I was like, I should tweet something. And then I couldn't yes, think of what exactly. to tweet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. See, this is my point. Exactly. <laughs> There's The reason I figured out why I hate your tweets so much is because they are exactly the same as brand tweets in that there's just no sustenance to them they'll be like fucking Kit Kat will tweet out a picture of a chocolate bar like next to a blue box and they'll be like hashtag Doctor Who because Doctor Who is popular and they want you to know that their brand also exists Yeah, but that's it, there's no thought put into it, there's not a single creative idea behind it. It's just the lowest common denominator of here is thing that is popular yeah. and here I am so you know I am still relevant. Please like me. I don't... That's that's exactly what it fucking is and it infuriates me. <laughs> that's why I don't like your fucking bullshit corporate energy tweets. That's fair. <laughs> the worst thing is it's fair like, yeah it's right it is right it is fair it's fully fucking right <laughs> terrible stuff uh, we still have the question to do um, what we do at the start of these if you've skipped forward if you've missed it or if you don't know if you're here for the first time whatever I asked Nathan a question at the start of the podcast this is usually uh, maybe a hypothetical it could be a uh, a would you a rather situation it could be just I want his take on something uh, and today the question that I asked him was that Game of Thrones was in the mud uh, and this, this show House of the Dragon revived it so what largely considered bad movie, uh, largely considered bad movie or TV show or IP or franchise or whatever uh, do you think that with a spin-off or a revival could be could be kind of re-energised and, and new life being kind of uh, brought into it um, yeah, yeah, I said you don't have to give me the premise, you don't have to tell me what you would do, you just gotta give me the reason why you think it has promise and what what you what you do basically. You you get it. I do. So one of my favourite TV shows, um and I have to say that with a caveat, um, because not all of it is good, and in fact most of it is bad. But one of my favourite TV shows is The Simpsons. Mm-hmm. And The Simpsons is wild, wildly, widely considered as uh, some of the best comedic writing uh, if you only look at the first 10 seasons. Um, How many seasons are that, there now? Like 40 or something? It's, right? it's up to like 32 or something. Fuck me. And it's still on. Um, Jesus. Yes. So, um, 
the first the first ten seasons of The Simpsons are just fucking pure fucking gold, basically. Just yeah, some honestly some of the best comedic writing, just really incredible top notch stuff. Um, and and it's it's widely agreed that after those the first ten seasons, you know, like when writers move on to other stuff and everything, the show just goes downhill. Um, I think it's still going. I think when you have a just... show that set that you have to say the first ten seasons mm. for, it's probably already a bad yes. sign. <laughs> yes, yes, uh, that's true. Um, so what I would do is I would do one final season of The Simpsons. And it would be technically be a spin-off because the the thing about The Simpsons and and I think uh, the problem with animated sitcoms in general is that no one ages. It's the everyone's just the same age forever. Yeah. Like we're here. Like Simpsons have had like thirty different New Year's episodes. Like each one, like going now it's two thousand and two, and I'm still ten years old. Now it's two thousand. They that the time 40. passes. They yeah, they acknowledge it. It's just because it's who cares? It's like animated. They've they've had like thirty Christmas episodes, and Bart's still ten. Like Fuck, it, that it doesn't is mean weird. shit. Yeah, yeah. There's no ongoing through line. It's just yeah. what are they up to this week? You yeah, know? It's, let's that's, let's that's check all. in on what the Simpsons are doing. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Um, so that's why you know you don't you don't have to age them up, which I, I think is. Well, why uh, the idea of animated sitcoms is has been attractive, but I always saw it as a hindrance. I always thought it would be much more interesting if you did age them up as the show went along. So my idea is we come back for one final season, ten episodes. The cast are aged up, not necessarily to what they would be in real time, because I think like Homer would probably be dead, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, but he'd be he'd be like old. He'd be old, getting so. on, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, like, maybe a bit younger. I don't know. We can figure that out. But one final thing, we can find out what they get, what they've been up to in those years that we haven't seen how their lives have turned out, and just and then finally put it to bed. Bring mm-hmm. it back for one final season. Have some good laughs along the way. Bring back the original writers, Conan, and all that shit, and then let it rest after that. Was Conan so a writer on The Simpsons? Conan was like one of the big fucking starting points of it oh, he's shit. like the reason it got off yeah I like that I think that's good I think are you um, like season wise would you keep the characters like the, like the same age would it be like the whole season of Bart as a 30 year old or would you see like Bart as late teens 20s I, I think the no I think he would, he'd stay the same as, as let's say a 30 year old but I think throughout the season we we might get flashbacks as to what he'd been up to. Oh, I like that. that I like. Um, but... I think I think you're right though. It is a hindrance because like you you were telling me for the longest time to watch it, and I've I've recently finished a, a whole watch through of Modern Family, and one of you get so much more material mm. once people are a certain age. Like this, this yeah. basically there's storylines you can't do with a ten year old, but you can do with a twenty year old. Um, yeah. And uh, yeah, it opens doors rather. Luke than wasn't them. banging a milf when he was ten years old. It would it would have been wildly inappropriate. <laughs> yeah. Every now and again, I see clips of like how the kids look because I watched it all in the space of like maybe like three months, maybe a bit less. Um, yeah. And like you know, you know, as you go along with it, you you watch them grow up, but it's gradual. It's like real life. You don't notice until you suddenly see it. Um, yeah. And I just remember every now and again I look at a picture of like one of the younger kids and I'm like, oh fuck yeah, you look like that. And even like the adults, 
Yeah. And I'm like, wow. Like, Ed Harris used to have hair. <laughs> what the fuck? He did. Um, not anymore. No, not anymore. No, I like that idea. I think that's a, I think that's a good answer. I was worried you were going to say The you. Walking Dead when you said a show that you liked, but most of it's bad. I didn't like The Walking Dead. You, you've, you've been on, I've had you on this podcast saying on record that you think like the early seasons of Walking Dead are prime TV stuff. I think I said the first season. Let's not be generous. That's true, yeah. Season two is <laughs> not up to scratch. I tried to rewatch that, did I tell you? No. I tried to rewatch that. I don't know why you would. I, I, I didn't know why either, and I soon figured out. I, I, Our final season is still going on. The final season's been going on for about eight years. Should we um, get verified on Twitter for $8 a month? What, another happy pod? Yeah. See, I, th- I can see the benefits. I can also see yeah. why we just look like fucking knobs. Because everyone's yeah. in on it. Everyone knows. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Like, I don't think we should. I think it'd be funny. But then being funny would also mean giving money to Elon Musk. And um, I don't want to do that. It's, but it's, I, I, He's got enough. He has got enough. And I, and I see your point. But it's also like eight quid to him is fucking nothing. Then why does he want it? Because if because eight because everyone's eight quid, well exactly it's on the fuck off. Yeah, he's already got it. I think it, I think maybe we should do it for one month and wreak as much havoc as we can. Go to every verified account, be the top account under it. Go to every single podcast that we think is beneath us and comment ours is better and be the top comment. What if we, what if we get ratio? <laughs> oh yes, it's true. What if we do get? Ra- yeah, I don't think exactly. I can handle it. <laughs> we're a verified a verified account getting ratioed as well that's embarrassing oh that is embarrassing yeah because we haven't got yeah. the numbers to on our side exactly we don't Wait, although we might do with the blue tick no. maybe we build our following and then on month two we start ratioing people <laughs> <laughs> as if as if as if that idea is ever going to come to fruition or twitter won't be burnt to the ground before then anyway people are going to he says he, he wants to have it done by the end of this month yeah. Okay. And he'll just what happen? What will happen is he won't. He'll fire the people that didn't get it done. Bring in new people, and they'll be like, "This is still that's, unrealistic." That's, that's that's what he said. He said he'll fire the people who. He said that. Yeah, like it's out there. Like he'll he'll fire the team if they, I don't think he said it, but someone at Twitter said that he said he'll fire the team if it's not done. I think by... I was about to say I think he's too smart to outright say that, but he's not. He's a fucking moron. He's not. He's a fucking idiot. Uh, yeah, thank you. Uh, so if you've reached the end of this, then we appreciate you listening. It's been a slightly longer episode. Or I may cut it the fuck down, and it won't be a slightly longer episode. Who knows? Um, I know. <laughs> Nathan will know, and he will judge me. Um, I'll tell you on Twitter for $8 a month. Ah, oh, there we go. And then we'll ratio yeah. you for good measure, too. Um, yeah. And if I cut out that segment, there's no context <laughs> there. <laughs> Who knows? As, as Tom Baker's Again, curator doctor says. Um, you seen Tom Baker lately? That guy's not looking well. Oh, is he not? No, he is looking frail. Uh, I mean, he is like fucking a million years old. Anyway, thank you for listening. Uh, you can follow us on social media. Uh, we are at Another Happy Pod, and we're on Twitter, where we will ratio you. We're on Tic Tac, and we're also on uh, Instagram, although we almost always forget to upload stuff on there. Yeah. Um, you... And forget to upload stuff on TikTok, too. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. no, we don't. Nathan does. <laughs> it's true I do it's a fact it's a fact (laughs) Um, next week we're going to be doing this I want to go to Honolulu Charles what are you wearing it's my Hawaiian hula skirt so that that will seem like a good time or maybe terrible neither of us have seen it but it seems fun Uh, what episode is this this is 95 
So in five weeks, Ooh. it is our 100th episode. Share this out. Let everyone and know. Let let your nan know. Um, I won't say what it is, but we have something very special coming up for our 100th episode. It's confirmed. It is. It's booked in. It is. It's all scheduled and good to go. It is. Uh, now we just need to make sure... Lawrence's internet works and we don't lose the recording because fuck me oh my god I think we'd end the podcast 99 is good enough for me after that if that happens I I would shoot myself live on air Um, so get hyped start start those hashtags hashtag another happy 100 episodes for your mum hashtag another happy 100 episodes for your mum let me end get that trend in um, and we'll see you at the 100th episode, but also listen to the other ones before that. That's true. So you can review us before then. Five weeks. Give us a five star review if your platform allows. Five it. star review for five weeks. Stop, for fuck's sake! Right, I'm ending the recording. Goodbye, everyone. deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.